just like that, we have returned from the Blue Lagoon. I go by the name of Small Eyes, and this is Digital Good Times on ablradio.com, episode number nueve for you Spanish speakers. What else? What's the... What, nove. Nove for... Italian. Italianos. And we can just, you know, go on Google Translate. You can translate it yourself. You know, I don't, I don't want to go through that. Who we got in the building today... We got we got Ada Lauren in the building. Ada Lauren, checking in. This is her like this will be her this this is her like unveiling for real though like this is gonna be the whole episode like she got her own mic so it's going in. (laughs) I'm special tonight. Special. Uh, Shout out. We got coming through too. We have James Harris, founder of Informed and co-partner of the Core Venture Studios. Man, we man, y'all got a. I'm excited to talk to this dude. (sighs) Knowledge. We got last last week. We got like the knowledge bomb dropped. I mean, every week we're dropping knowledge bombs, man. You could just say that we're, you know, weapons manufacturers up in here because of the bombs that we dropping. Um, and it's going to go down and continue today. Uh, shout out to our our, our, our brethren, uh, brother Kavari and brother Jack, man. They had to handle their BI, so we're holding it down for them. But the squad, Squidot is up in here. We got Acro. She chilling. Shout DJ out. Acro Jam. Acro Jam. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's another language. We we multicultural up out here. Let's get to it, man. Hey, so in the spirit of our, our brothers, our music making brothers, man, I, I'm looking at homie brother Aloe Black. Um, I got a dollar. I need a dollar. I need a dollar. Ain't that crazy? They put his picture up there, like kind of like he talking about he ain't getting money on Spotify. <laughs> and they got I need a dollar. I need. They be trying to play folks. They do. Them, they, these blogs yeah. be trying to play folks. For real though. For real though. But, but you uh, have to give it to them. They have humor. But listen, so Aloe Black was the most streamed single of 2013, and he claims he only made four G's off of that. Four G's, man. That's <laughs> that ain't even. That's four racks, and that ain't even no real racks. So okay. Uh, the reality of this is I know a lot of people In the industry They give me the behind the scenes on it It's really a, a Copyright law Needle talk, Needles talked about it Shout out to the Needles Who's been on And, and really blessed us With another amazing episode uh, He talked about it The copyright law They're outdated So basically these companies And the people The publishers who are paying out They only have to pay The bare minimum So if I only have to pay you point zero 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 two. Per stream, you gonna get you gonna make twenty dollars. You gonna be sitting there holding your holding your your testes, man. Like, where's my money? Whoa! But listen, <laughs> Taylor just she just wrote a um a letter about it because she kept her album off Spotify. Mm-hmm. She was trill about it because she's up in that upper echelon of people like yeah. Hove, Beyonce, who can be like fuck the fuck the system. Like Pretty you gonna ba- you gonna buy this album? And she went she went platinum. 1.3 in a week. Yeah. They're only artist to do that three times. This whole year. First of all, she's the only first artist to go platinum this entire year. It's November. I know, right? But this season, music wasn't really... <laughs> this year was super whack. whack sauce. You can't just say music was whack, man. Like, not with the internet Mainstream sitting right in front of us. Music. Mainstream music. Yeah, but let's say, let's say commercial, major commercial releases. It's good because music out SZA here, man. had a very great album. Yeah, it's great she music is. out here. But yeah. this is what t- Taylor's saying. She's like, I believe music has value and I believe people, you know... People should pay for music, mm-hmm. and I had a conversation with a friend about this uh, this week, actually, talking about just the the object, like how to put out music, and does music still has value? A, of course it does, and and also should it be free, or should the art, like what should the artist be getting compensated for making their music? Mm-hmm. And basically, what I said is I think music has, you know, immense value, but 
we come from be real like we came up in the golden age of the internet we could get whatever the fuck we wanted to for the free Napster, Napster LimeWire <laughs> yep. so you think about like just because I couldn't go to the record store and get Marvin Gaye doesn't mean I couldn't have had his whole catalog within like an hour like damn who's yeah. this Marvin Gaye character boom now I'm like enlightened to the seventh degree yeah. so it's like should you be denied that access because you're not going to pay the artist I don't really believe so I still think the artist should be compensated for their work, but I think the music itself isn't the most profitable thing anymore. So you need to focus on using the music as a tool in your funnel to get them to pay for whether it's the tour, whether it's the merch, you know, it's different things that you still draw people that people are still going to pay for. But right now when people like, you know, the the budget saying is high, like in 2000 where you could get, go to the bus buy and get five albums and be like, I'm cool. People ain't doing that every month. No more. No, like, they make you're not, more money off there. Merchandise, for yeah, example, merch. Justin Bieber makes a hundred mil off his merchandise. I mean, and it's not just merch too. You can be much more creative than that. Yeah. But it's ways to do it, and I just think it's fruit. It's it's futile if you're not Taylor Swift to be playing that game. Yeah. Like, just go, just use the music and get it to the people because your songs is out there. You are gonna make believers, man. Yeah. Like, rather than fans. For the for the people who aren't the the the, the giants, the mega stars. It really is to your disadvantage to not have your content on a streaming service. However, I do believe, I, I mean, I kind of sit in the middle because I'm an artist and I do believe that we, we have, there has to be some compensation. But what I like, if, if uh, it just got announced a, a few days ago or today, Bandcamp, which is one of my favorite uh, distribution services, I've put, personally put my own content and some of my favorite music that I've discovered has been pushed through Bandcamp, they just announced a subscription service. And I actually predicted this, man. You know, Nostradamus up in here. Two or three years ago with my me and my homie Spree. Shout out to my bro Spree. Spree Willie. Um, I told him three years ago that subscription services was going to be the main way for monetization for artists. And what Bandcamp has figured out and what they're launching is you're going to have the ability as me, my artist, I can say, yo, okay, instead of you buying my album, you're going to pay $10 or pick your own price. At $10 a month, you're going to get any content I put out or whatever monthly. I could do it bi-monthly or whatever. And then you get merch and all that. So people are going to buy into you. So they're going to be support. Just like you pay your cable, but you buy for Comcast, you buy for all of this. You'll buy the artist. You'll pay. You'll subscribe. And I think people will, will actually accept that because you are paying them for what they're providing or, or presenting to you. Rather than it just being like a single product. It's the experiences that they're gonna that we're gonna be delivering to you through these subscription based things, and I think subscription based services is basically the wave of the future. Like there has to be a monetization stream that is connected to the music. I don't believe that we can just say music has no charge anymore. I mean, it can't have a charge. I I, I personally don't think that that that's what is people viable. that's what people's doing anyway. Though is just subscribing. Like yeah. when you buy somebody's music, when you listen to my music, you just subscribing to it. Yeah. Whether you paying for it or not, mm -hmm. I want you know I'm not here to just make some catchy songs. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cash trying to have like a hit and beyond. Like that's not it. Mm -hmm. But if you can make up some music that somebody cares about, or create a moment that somebody cares about, then they're gonna keep they're gonna keep fucking with you. Yeah. Whether and you people shoot bricks. You know what I mean? So like bricks. how do people? But you still gotta have people that ride with you. So how do people? There are many subscription services like Beats mm -hmm. just started to do um, subscription, <laughs> iTunes, yeah, Spotify, so, so what you Pandora. Using? So how should we figure out a way? Like who has the best subscription? Because I like Spotify. I feel like I can go and then you can have these apps in there. You can become your own DJ. But somebody may like Beats. Somebody may like iTunes. Somebody may like Bandcamp. Like what are 
what's the most bang for my buck? As it depends a on how deep how deep you want to dive, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like if you want to dive deep into it, then you gonna search on the internet for songs that you can't find on none of them sites, or you can go to the record stores. But if you got a stream, it's just like just give me the most access to the music. You know, I use a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well. We we just getting started. We just getting started up in this piece. We got to listen to some music a little. We gonna bit. go ahead and dive a little deeper into the digiverse. We got DJ Echo Jam on the ones and twos, about to just splash y'all a little bit with some sonic vibrations. And we we gonna come back and, and, and hit y'all with the realness. Amen. You listening to Digi Good Times, Digital Good Times, ABLRadio.com. We out here. Holla. Always more.
transition to a rhythm of your own You stand out, individual Heart rate's better but the world spins slow Every time I sit back and watch you glow This is not an obsession, I am purely devout No brief for this confession, but I'm letting it out I was second guessing my blessings and living in doubt Until you came around I had that holy ghost shout Cause just so left field you could care less about the opinions of others or what comes out of their mouth. You got that up north amino with the comfort of the sound. Um, and what is buried under that is something so much deeper. The way she carries herself, she not trying to be Miss Berry or what everyone expects. No barrier, she varies like the weather when it shifts. So when you couldn't get her, then you try to call a bitch looking for a climate, the climax until she just switched her temperature. Cause to get at her, you can't be regular. Man, you better be on your shit. She's a rebel with her fist up, incredibly artistic, created by the instinct to never blend to be.
right by music when they hit you feel no pain white folks said controls your brain i know better than that that's game man we ready for that two soldiers head of the pack matter of fact who got the war and where my army at rather attack and not react it don't reflect on how many records get sold on sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Whether your projects put on hold in the real world. These just people with ideas. They just like me and you when the smoke and cameras disappear again. The real world. world. It's bigger world. than all these fake, fake records. Wait, po folks got the millions and my woman's disrespected. If you check one, two, my word of advice to you is just relax. Just do what you got to do. If that don't work, then kick the facts. If you a fighter, rider, bada, flame igniter, crowd exciter, or you wanna just get high and just say it. But then if you a lie, lie, pants on fire, wolf cry, agent with a Y, I'm gon' know it when I play it. It's bigger than hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip. It's bigger than hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. I died alone, still born one morning. Letters on paper, they remain At last my work is done The picture's gone But the memory lingers on Well, this one's for you I used to dream, dream away
of those daily No with fan but some maybes Have you addicted like that shit my auntie smoked in the 80s Auntie Trisha, what up? I see you still live and maintain raw So I rep it, spit raw, spit hard as the veins in your arms Reminisce back on the innocence, back when the money was limited Before we had stacks, before we had racks, before we had raps on the internet We was in class, dropping the teacher crazy, hoping to build one soon Before labels, we banked on tables inside that school lunchroom, doom Only one I graduated but still hung outside school was school with the dropouts Didn't wanna work around the clock from 9-5 just a clock and a clock out Some niggas had packed things and sold it to crack fiends Some niggas had dope, rowing they notepad but couldn't turn it into rap dreams But I did what I had to, had to stash that cash up one of that mattress Hoping that a few years later, sooner than later I could put moms in that mansion Back up against that wall, back in the trap where they feel trapped in Either you a hustler, either you a dope man, or you got the muscle in the hood like Kodan Rack em, stack em, play cool when the cops roll past em If you heard that war, you knew they were hopping that fence so the cops wouldn't grab em Some of the visions we saw, some of the sounds we heard Left that scar on the brain, in the bars, in the verse, in the words, in the hearse Coming to you from the intersection of media, technology, and entertainment We welcome a guest that has history and roots deep in the Atlanta streets. His name is James Harris from the Core Venture Studios and also CEO of Informed. We welcome the intelligent, the distinguished Mr. Harris. Hey. Ooh, that was nice. Thank you very much. Hey. That was that was that was really classy. What's like going on, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you a lot. I really appreciate it. I'm uh, I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm humbled by your your platform, what you're doing, your space, your energy. I'm just just excited, you know? Really, really happy to be here. These are the digital good times. Digital right. good times. Thank you for being here. Yeah. You know Dynamite, what? Dynamite, right? Yeah. Dynamite! Dynamite! We should get that sound bite and put it in the show. No, for real. And I'm banana cone yet. That's also one of my favorite, like, Dave Chappelle quotes. I'm sorry. Sidetracked. Um, let's jump into the, to, let's jump into probably the realest, one of the realest topics that is on the cusp of, uh, I guess we would say, just mainstream news right now, or it should be in the mainstream eyes, but you know, you're know you probably not seeing it in between the Kim Kardashian booty pics that is flooding your timeline. And they won't see it uh, until their internet is shut Until off. you can't get access to the internet. Net neutrality uh, is a topic you've probably seen, and in, 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 not to insult you all's intelligence, maybe you know about it, maybe you don't, but our whole goal is to jump into it and let's talk real about what it is and its impact on you, because please believe it will impact you. Uh, let's let's jump into it a little bit. Would you, Lawrence, what, what, give us a breakdown, man. Oh, you want me to get a breakdown? Yeah, man, breakdown. You got the laptop. Okay, so basically net neutrality is like, okay, if you, you, know, if you don't pay your water bill, you don't pay your utilities bill, your water gets shut off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what they're saying is that the internet, they can basically, um, they can throttle the flow of the mm-hmm. of the data mm-hmm. to you based on uh, who you're using to search or what type of platform you're using mm-hmm. or how much you're paying them. They can say you're going to get your internet at this speed or at that speed or you might not get it at all. Mm-hmm. It's access. Basically, the, 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 to summarize, and we're going to put a link up, this really amazing site called Oatmeal. It's hilarious cartoon and uh, really informative, uh, run by a really really bright gentleman. Uh, the cartoon basically breaks down in, in like the most simplest way. That just imagine your normal Google search that you would do for whatever thing you want. Let's say I want to search for some food. It, they made an example like crab cakes, and the first searches you see are sponsored. And Google already does this, but imagine if everything is sponsored 
and the one you're looking for, you gotta you gotta basically dive through, you gotta dig through to figure out what the real search is. So now they're gonna control what you view, the content you view, and the way you see it. So the way we're looking at stuff will completely change. Comcast teased it with with yeah, Netflix. They was like, doing Netflix, you need to pay us more money. Netflix was like, nah, no, we cool. And they was like, no, nah, you oh, really okay. do. You do. Okay, we're gonna make Netflix super slow on Comcast. Exactly. Number. Boom. And they was like, okay, here, well, how much you want? And they paid them. So a few months ago, if your Netflix was acting, it was running a little bit slow. That was a power move. Yeah. So imagine that to all of the services and all the sites that you visit being throttled and controlled like that. That's net neutrality, and that's even in these crazy new political climates with the changing of the guard, you know, and Obama putting his statement out and them trying to say that uh, net neutrality is Obamacare for the internet, which is just insanity. Which is not man. even his policy. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, these people that run the government, man, they're not even smart, man. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so you guys can jump in, man, before I start turning up. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, 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 I like your explanation. If I want to I dive a little deeper. Yeah, wanna, let's do I it, please. Ask, I want to ask some real questions. Please, so, I let's mean, do that. And, and just let me know if I'm getting too deep because mm-hmm. I, I have a tendency of getting too That's deep. Okay. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out a few things. Uh, so the brother talked about net neutrality as it relates to the end user, how I see the internet. Mm-hmm. But my understanding of net neutrality also is that uh, they can create fast lanes on the back end. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? It means, you know, we talked about this earlier, pimping ain't easy, right? Mm-hmm. I got this cable connection, I'm Comcast, I'm AT&T, and if you want to get to the customer on the other end, you got to pay me a fee. Mm-hmm. I can make it fast or slow for you. I can make it super fast or super slow. You let me know how much you're willing to pay. Right. That metering system. All right. So I got front-end control. I got back-end control. Really, AT&T, Comcast, all these providers are gatekeepers. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But the question I have to ask is, well, who owned the gate? How'd the gate get there? Mm. Exactly. Who paid for that gate? Mm. Exactly. Who paid for AT&T? Mm. Who paid? I'm asking you, who paid for I, it? We um, paid for the subscriber. it. Yeah, we, no, no, we, we paid for AT&T was an American monopoly at one time. AT&T was so big, they broke it up. Yeah. They broke it into Pac Bell. They broke it into Bell South. They broke it into Verizon. They broke it into all these people, right? Mm. So all of a sudden, now they got amnesia. <laughs> right. I'm Verizon. I get the right. No, how you get the right? Because grandmama paid for that. Yeah. Our taxes pay. Our income taxes pay for that. So, how, you know, when did you stop remembering that? And they uh, stopped remembering it when it was time to make some extra money. Do they not make already make a lot of money? They make a lot of money. Yeah. But now they're telling the guy on the back end, well, I, I need some extra money, telling you, well, he paid me a little, but if you really want to make it work, you can add $2 to your cable bill, and I'll make it even faster. Mm. So having both sides of the game, that's wrong. You can't, you can't, you yeah. can't, you can't win and win. You can be a win or lose. You can't win and win. So that's, that's one statement I want to throw out to you. Another statement I want to throw out to you is, what does freedom look like? Wow. Right? What does freedom mean? So the question I have is, I'm a little kid. I live in the hood in the third apartment on the third floor. Do I have a right? To do my homework as fast as little Johnny who lives in Buckhead? Do I? Mm. I'm studying for the SAT. Okay, I can click and it takes five minutes to download this page. So that means I can learn 10 things this weekend. He can learn 50? Mm. What does that look like? Imagine if electricity was that way. Oh, we, we are of color, so we only get one light bulb in our house. But this guy gets five light bulbs. Mm. Right? There's a sense of capitalism. We're in, we're in Western society, but we're talking about the internet. We're talking about freedom of information, mind. You know, uh, family, values, understanding, religion, all this stuff is flowing through this pipe. Yeah. So President Obama's suggestion of, the third point I'm making was, it should be a public utility. 
Yeah. Or it should be like water. Okay, you still got to pay your water bill. Yeah. Still got to pay your yeah. gas bill. Mm-hmm. But just because you live in Bucky, don't mean you get better, cleaner water. I'm hoping well, than the brothers in the hood. That may be that may, that may be an issue. You shouldn't get better gas. You shouldn't get better trash pickup because you live in yeah. Bucky versus the hood. But we know True. how that works, right? Mm-hmm. So the answer that I'm asking is. Who could say no to the president? Public utility, elected official, president. Who could say that no? Is, that is the question for me. Where, where I'm sorry to cut you off, brother. Oh, go ahead, brother. But I want to I say, because Obama said this in his speech, was like, the FCC is not governed by us. What? And Hold why is now. why Hold is on. that statement? Yeah. That's, why is that statement not the... Uh, that was the one I read where I was like, he was like, the FCC makes decisions regardless of what I'm suggesting. What? I'm the president of the how, United States. How is that what? possible? But I'm what, suggesting... What, checks and balances, maybe? No. I'm suggesting to the FCC that they do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? That was the scariest thing. And that whole statement was not the FCC. It was a, a President Obama saying, hey, they don't answer to me. So, you know. I don't want to be an old school Negro, but why are you scared? Exactly. my point man. is the Federal Reserve ain't run by the federal government either. Neither. Exactly. Right? But you do checks and balances on that. They know checks and balances do. When the, they the, ask for money, they the get that check. The Federal Reserve can print as much money and currency as they wish. Now, wow. they're appointed by the president with the agreement of the people who make up the Federal Reserve banks. The FCC... Chair is appointed. He's a Democrat. This guy who runs it. He said in the campaigning for President Obama, I'll never be part of the Obama cabinet. He's head of the FCC. Who would he work for before? He worked for Verizon. Wow. Right? But Obama said, I'll never appoint a lobbyist to my cabinet. What was this dude? He was a lobbyist. So what Uh, happens when a club said, well, I think it's time for us to make some stuff going. Let's make some things happen. Mm -hmm. And it'd be great if my boy over here you know, mm. Pookie, my cousin, was in <laughs> charge. And even if the president says something, guess what? We do. What we we go do what Pookie says. You ain't. You ain't on our squad. You ain't a part of our squad. Matter of fact, you you're you're our opposite. You're our enemy. Basically, you drawing them lines from what you're saying. So if you read the, the 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 transcript of that meeting, the guy kept saying, "Hey, look, I don't work for the government. Hey, look, we can do what we want to. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look." And all we could do, like the people who elected our official, President Obama, can do is sit by the sidelines and watch that paycheck roll out. Because that's what you're going to do, unless you do something radical. So here's my next question. What happened to the People's Network? Mm. All right? Yes. What happened to the internet for us? Yeah. Are we not, it's not capable for us to build our own internet? And Cop, Cal County's got its own fiber ring. The mm-hmm. Cap County's laying a fiber All those cameras you see on the streets? Yeah. Midtown Alliance. Midtown Alliance is a CID, Community Investment Development Organization. They have 89% of Midtown Atlanta wired. If you drive into Midtown, your license plate is red. They know who comes in Midtown, what time you leave, and where you park, and it's kept for 14 days. I live in Midtown. Act up in Midtown if you want to. (laughs) What? You can go on the internet. There's a station where they can see all the cameras, replay tapes. They've got to hook to other cameras within the community on buildings. Nothing wrong with that. Midtown's one of the safest places in Atlanta to be. They got their own police department, right? Yeah. But the reality, they got their own internet. Yeah. So what happened to the people's internet? Because right. I thought that's what grandma paid for. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's pause that's for a, a sec for everybody right just to like, if you're sitting at home and you're like, what just happened? What am I just like processing, man? The brother is dropping like super jewels. I have no idea about this secret like internet circle that Midtown has that captures and processes what's going on. But I think it goes back to what this show is supposed to be about is exposure to information and access. Most people, even though we have the wonderful ocean that is the internet, right? Mm -hmm. You got the ocean, but people don't like to go swim. Mm -hmm. I say black people don't like to go swim. I mean, that's that's probably, that's a a stereotype. I want to ask this question to you. Because you talk about 
the whose internet is it, mm-hmm. right? And I talk, I, I don't want to get too much into my views on the government, but who was there to, it's like when somebody, when you tell your, your brother or sister to go do something, and they'd be like, who put you in charge? Right. Mm-hmm. No one's asking that question. And I think what your questioning is getting at is how do we empower ourselves? Because there are going to be so many gatekeepers doing things. Right. But you have to take back that, that platform as your own and say, look, I understand this is how you believe. I respect that. But we're going to be over here and you just don't infringe on us and we want to infringe on you. Well, if y'all want to take a break, we can get back into the deep question, which is who, who owns the Internet right now? Who's paying for the Internet? Question of the night. Right. We can we can talk about. No, nah, we can. Do, I mean, we go. We 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 in go mode. Let's just go into it. Let's so, we in go so mode. Let me ask you a question. So I, I'm I'm old school brother, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not shaded my age. I'm 47 years old. I had a sister tell me I looked like I was 35. Made me feel good. Mm. Yeah, you know that feels, brother. Nice, yeah. nice. I also bought a drink, which is a whole other story. Right. <laughs> okay, that, that okay. may have been the reason. Okay, right? but uh, the bigger question is, I remember when the internet was new. Mm. I'm gonna tell you how it went down. There was a brother that I'm gonna drop some some old old stuff on you. It's a brother named Eugene Jackson. Eugene currently lives in South Africa. He owned radio stations in the 70s and sold them for $100 million in the 70s. One of the wealthiest black men in America. He taught us a lesson. He's like, let me tell you something. The brothers on the front cover of Black Enterprise, those are the ones people watching. They go to the magazine, they cut it, they make a file. You know, government agencies, all these guys, he spotted. That's Nicky Barnes. If you're the Negro on the front cover of the magazine, of course we're going to follow you. What do you yeah. mean, right? So when he got his millions, he just he, he laid low. He decided he wanted to compete with BET. He didn't think the quality of programming was on there uh, was quality. I won't say he said, thought it was rump shaker videos. But that's a whole other story. Right? He just <laughs> thought it would be better programming. Right. So he created World African Network. And he brought us, since 1994. And he said, you know what? I'm going to, I see the vision of a black internet. And I'm going to pay you three brothers to help me invent that. I'll pay your salary. You come in and write a business plan for how black people are going to use the internet. We spent six months writing, writing, writing. We said black people going to want everything white people want. They're going to want sports. They're going to want news, whatever. He funded the first black news program. He went to every black writer across the country and said, what do you write? I'm writing fashion, but I want to write politics. I'll pay you $25 an hour, affiliate $25 an article to write politics. Hmm. We had 5,000 articles sitting on the internet every month coming in from black journalists. Hmm. We beat Essence to the internet. We beat BET to the internet. We beat these guys by, the by years. Hmm. We built an engine called EverythingBlack.com. It was the first black search engine. We were called by Black Enterprise, the Black Yahoo. This is when Yahoo had like 11 employees. They were still doing stuff by hand, like cutting and pasting, wow. right? And so what you begin to realize is, okay, well, how, how, how does this all work? What does this look like? And he said, let me tell you something. Let's go have a meeting. We went to, came to Eugene's office one morning. He had a bunch of gentlemen in the office. It happened to be Caucasian gentlemen, and he was in there, and he was having this meeting because he was bringing his TV network to television. It was going to be on com, uh, uh, TCI, which John Malone owned. He owned half the cable boxes, and it was going to be on Time Warner, who owned other cable boxes. There was a brother named Dick Parson who became, eventually, I believe, CEO of Time Warner. But he went to Dick and said, I want to be, I want to compete with BET. Yeah, come on, brother. So, not Dick Parsons, but the company Time Warner said, okay, Eugene, we're going to let you put World African Network on TV. But, uh, we just want 49%. And he was like, well, hold up. Okay, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> he was like, wait a second. Hold on, that's a lot. Wait a second. But he came back to us and said, we're going we to do the deal. We're going to do the deal, right? So that morning, we came in. There's some gentlemen in the meeting with him, whatever. And he's talking to him for a couple hours. And his daughter comes in and sits on his lap. She's eight or nine years old. And one of the gentlemen in the meeting was like, you know, like, uh, should children be in the room? You know what Gene said? He said, let me tell you something. She's 10 times more important than you. Mm. So are we going to have this meeting or are we not? 
He said we gonna have to meet. His daughter was learning big, big, big finance. I yeah. had respect looking through the window at the brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Meeting came in. We spent the rest of the day with Eugene. We spent eight hours talking to him about what the future of the black internet was. Mm. He said, "You know what, brothers?" He says, "1994." He said, "Y'all are the freest black men I know." He said, "Who else do you know has the time as a black man to spend a day thinking about our destiny online?" We called a company. We created a company called the Freedom Group. We didn't know no better. Our internet site went to quarter of a million unique visits. This is 1994. Before there were banner ads, before there was a way to make money, mm. we were killing it. I went to New York and told Ziff Davis, who had all the banner ads back then, we want to be online. The woman said, you're joking, right? You're joking, right? I said, no. Nah. She took me upstairs. This is, you know what a, a MetLife building is in New York? Took yeah. me upstairs, her boss. James, come inside. Bob, he's, he's got something to tell you. Yeah, we want to build a black website, whatever. This guy started laughing with her at me. And I'm, I could be a dense brother. I thought they were laughing with me, as Dave Chappelle would say. I know they were laughing at me. Mm. We came mm. back to Atlanta. We, of course, we didn't get a contract. Came back to Atlanta. We wrote a letter. We said, on the internet, we said, people don't believe there are a million black people on the internet. Will you stop by our site to prove it? Four years later, we still had people from around the world writing us. Five million people showed up, right? And it proved to Eugene his vision had been true. What happened while we were building that site? TCI came in and said, yeah, we want to do business with you, Gene. We'll put you on cable. Great, mm -hmm. great, great. Because we're building the site now. We're building everything black, mm -hmm. and he's building the TV network. What did, he, what did they say? We just want 49%. So he was like, uh, hold, hold up now. So this guy gets 49%, and you get 49%. What does that leave me with? And he was like, exactly. And so I'll never forget this to my life. Eugene walked into Tuxedo Junction here in Buckhead. He had with a big old office, plenty of people. He moved from L.A. And he said, uh, this is about to be some Amistad shit. <laughs> he said, I'd rather go over the side of the ship and let them have my TV network. I'm buying all your houses here in Atlanta. I'm moving you back to L.A. This will be ours or it will not be. Mm. And he shut it down. Wow. Mm. Okay. So the, so the question becomes... If the gatekeepers, if the two guys that own cable <laughs> can say, I'll let you in, but I just want 49%, that's a problem. We're talking about black kids, education, content from around the world, right? It's a problem. Yeah. What you have to understand, that was a long-winded way of saying, that's where we're at with the internet today. Who pays for the internet? It's not John Malone and, and Tom Warner. You know who it is now? It's Georgia Tech. Where did Georgia Tech's money come from? Our taxes. The hubs for the internet mm -hmm. in Atlanta go through Georgia Tech and Emory. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. UCLA, State College, federally, federal funds going there. They're the ones powering the internet. It ain't AT&T and Verizon to own the whole backbone. Yep. Mm -hmm. right? So how can they be the ones that say yes or no, I want 49%, I don't want 49% when we still paying? When you get FICA Fuda Suda, when you go to the, the McDonald's and get your little change taken out, I just bought a brownie for $3.24 tax. That tax is paying for the internet. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? So how do you have the authority to say yes or no? When the people are the are ones paying, providing paying this, they're the ones fueling the, fueling the so whole system. So who owns the internet? Thank you. We do. The people. Man. You the people wow. own do your we? resource. Do wow. We? Okay. Do All right. So Where that we at, brother Marcus? is, um, we going we gonna to pause for the cause. Hey, I appreciate um, you coming to hang out with us, man. And, and, and just soaking, let y'all soak that up. You, okay. You're going to replay this episode you will, you again will have so to, to understand what can you I, just said. Can I make a proposal? Yes. Can yes. I propose that we have Brother James hang around just for the last segment, man, and we can continue a little bit of this conversation yes. as we move into the lightning round? 100%. Of course. Amen. 100%. Thank well, you for dropping these jewels that are needed to be, these stories, these real-life stories that are, the people need to hear. We need to know that. about these experiences so that you can, we can be the torchbearers for what's to come. 
And uh, I'm just so really proud of, of these these moments, man. This is I'm getting, I'm kind of getting chills, man. Getting goosebumps, man. James, you got any favorite songs that you like to listen to? Yeah, what, what, what you into? What you would like uh, us to play see, right now? Yeah, I'm sort of old school, man. That's I mean, cool. I don't, know, I don't know if y'all know anything about like De La Soul. Oh come man. on, man. I don't know if y'all plug know. one, plug two. Were well, y'all alive when they came out? I'm not even sure how old That's y'all. That's messed up, man. You know De La is the I heart. I probably was man. like five, but De La, De La, De La Tribe. I mean. We come on, man. Yeah, what do you want? What Daylight? Like? What Daylight like record? You, uh, you just in any any day. Any like. day modern, old. From three feet, stay three feet high and it, rising. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter, man. Let's I'm do gonna, it. But I'm gonna tell you something else. You just named that tribe called Quest. Oh, come mm. on now. Mm. You know, I, I don't even. I don't even. I, I I can't even sit here and listen to it. I might start dancing. You know, I just might <laughs> yeah, start okay. going wild. With the so which one you man. want? Day, you want Daylight Tribe? Which one would you like? Some Tribe. Would be All right, great. Tribe. And we're gonna pick up amazing Tribe record. Acro got you. We out here. Digital Good Times. We'll be back in a little bit. That make your ears go numb Peace to Sears Dab, yeah, you know how we go My best friend Steven at the Home Depot Laurel tenders in the house, I can't forget Southside Walk past some seas like that girl did the far side I'm labeled as the cat's meow, the MC with the know-how Act like you know, not now, but right now Beast of the East on them seas, I have a feast I'd eat that ass like quiche, crack a smile like Shanice Shit, I'll Jamaica scene, Jamaica Queens But you can find me out in Georgia or anywhere in between Now if my partners don't look good, Malik won't look good If Malik don't look good, the quest won't look good If the quest don't look good, the Queens won't look good But since the sounds are universal, New York won't look good Picture fight, losing a battle, come on, get off it Put down the microphone, son, surrender forfeit Did I hear something about a crew? What they wanna do? You better call Mr. Babyface So he can bring out the cool in you Or it'll be a sad love song being sung by Tony Braxton I dissect you like a fraction Oh, you wanna be top cat MCs I pop you like a zit You wanna be the champion More like cheap some shit Big up myself every time When it comes to this MCs be running scared As if they watching The Exorcist I kick more game Than a crackhead from Hempstead My style's a milk Man, you think that I was breastfed You know the stealer When the dicky dog is on the scene I dedicate this to all the MCs Out of Queens That goes for Onyx LL Run DMC Akineli, Nasty Nas And the Extra P You be the trotting up and down Man, they ain't no other Nothing respect to all my beats that made the album cover Yo tip don't worry none, you know I get the party jumping Get on the mic and break them off a little, little something Yo tip don't worry none, you know I get the party jumping Get on the mic my man and break them off a little something Clearly it's the bomb shit, so recognize me Kids memorize me, every day I be scrounging Really I be lounging, I play the down low Very, very incognito, Aries is my sign I know that I can rhyme, sometimes I rhyme in riddles Plus I make the honeys wiggle, intellect is the major Some heads like to wager, the skills on the hill Overlooking dollar bills, man, you're crazy Thinking you can phase me, the app doesn't study me And nonsense money, life seems to need me MCs seem too cheesy with their duty ass renditions Of defeat and competition, I rock through the road Man. Yes, I'm a soul man Bet your bottom dollar video will make you holler As you stand at attention
attention Did I forget to mention MCs will give me 20 If I sense that they act funny Lyrics are abundant Right there I sound redundant Just mentioning the fact That the area is fat I dwell in the under So honey it's no wonder That I keep plenty of tail While I even get white I'm a bank hitting head crack There money take that Breaking niggas off Cut the bank Then I'm off All my nights match my little hat Beat joint is mad fat Got the cutter of the box If a kid think he's ox For TME's creator The poetry relator Is pimp like Betsy Ross Let me tell you who's the boss Um, James, I know you've been in the tech scene for a minute. And where did it start when you said, okay, I'm going to be the focal point for the next generation? Was it from Informed, um, the core ventures going to Collider? Where did you know that you had to be the pinnacle for the next generation? Oh, it, I mean, it goes back to the 70s. My dad was a computer scientist for Exxon. You know, I, I used to play with uh, those index cards and stuff. You would punch cards out, rearrange them, and go down and see these big mainframes that were the size of, you know, today's Yukons, you know? Wow. So uh, I knew it was important back then. I was inspired. My mother and father gave me a lot of opportunity. And, you know, I just always knew this was going to be going to be it, you know? So what year? So you decided to start a new startup mm-hmm. in 2012. Uh, 2000, late 2011, yeah. And why um, being a... Probably could have retired, chilled, just did some things. Why did you think it was necessary to start a new startup? Yeah, so we had built a company called Elemental Interactive. Uh, it was an early internet company back in the, the late 90s. And uh, we grew it to have offices in Atlanta, Vail, Colorado, San Francisco. We built IBM's uh, first annual report, Coke's first website, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals' first website. And we sold that to Gray Advertising in uh, late 99 and uh, for a nice piece of change. Uh, many zeros behind it. And... Uh, I ran that business for them internationally for three years, and then uh, they decided to get, they wanted to get rid of all 17 internet companies they owned, and so they sold it back to me for a dollar, which I was very appreciative of, and mm-hmm. uh, moved everybody back to Atlanta, and we had good clients, you know, IBM, Coca-Cola, but uh, social media came, I decided it was time to create something new, so I created Informed as a company with two really bright co-founders. So tell the people what Informed is. Yeah, so Informed has a product called a interest server, and the interest server is made up of four web robots, uh, a reader, a filter, a curator, and a publisher, and they go out and read the internet for big companies that need to figure out what to put into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. So for Home mm. Depot, we read gardening news. So if they got a bunch of blackberry bushes, the robots will go out and find articles on how to make a blackberry, a blueberry pie, how to plant a blackberry bush, uh, what to do with strawberry rhubarb, so that Home Depot didn't have to write all that content. Wow. They could just, the, some Farmer Brown already wrote it. They just couldn't find it. Mm. So uh, we do that for Home Depot for two years. Now we have Nissan, Maui Gym Sunglasses, Midtown Alliance, a lot of different companies. So do you think that since social media is changing daily, 
that the robots will be able to adapt to the different channels of social media? Yeah, we'll just make new robots. I mean, I think the, the way the world works is that, you know, there's, there's always something new and you always have to adapt to where it is. And, you know, the old robots will work for some companies, but, you know, there are millions and millions of businesses. Everybody's got to put something in the social. So whatever's new, we're going to be there. We're looking at, like, digital watches like my Android Gear Watch. We're looking at uh, Android TV. How do you get things on the screen of the television at home? All those are really powerful plays that a lot of people really haven't spent a lot of time on yet. So now Informed has, in the last six months or so, you become part of the Core Venture Studios. Yeah, yeah. So really proud to be part of that. Uh, four African-American men came together to create uh, a venture studio similar to like a Betaworks or Science in L.A. And uh, we're investing time in companies through relationships, in some cases money, uh, we have a space in Atlanta called the Collider, which is in the bottom of the Biltmore right next to Georgia Tech. And mm-hmm. we house 10 companies mm-hmm. there. And so we're just giving back and uh, making money along the way and, and helping build companies along the way as well. So how can Collider and Digital Good Times um, be partners in bringing in the tech community and diversifying the tech community? Yeah, y'all, y'all just got to come set up. You know, you just got to be there. I mean, a lot of uh, our culture is presence. You, know, you just got to be in the space. Mm-hmm. You got to speak to people. Mm-hmm. You got to ask a question and connect and really care about somebody. And so in doing that, uh, you really begin to build community. And that's one thing that if you look at the Bay Area, New York, those tech companies are doing well. Like They know each other. You, you, you're not going to invest a million dollars in somebody's company. You don't know. You don't know. Hey, I met you for 15 minutes. Let me give you a million dollars. <laughs> like, it don't, no. it don't exactly work that way, right? So, yeah. so yeah, you got to network. You got to build a community. You got to have trust. You got to have faith in somebody. You got to want to help them as well. Um, for those who don't know what Collider is, um, their motto is High Impact Tech Collision. High Impact Tech Collision. High Impact Tech Collision. Tech Collision. So, t- seven tech companies, all in a good space in the Biltmore in the bottom, colliding. Biltmore is a great space, too. Yeah, Biltmore is a beautiful historic place. space. Great space. Place. So, before we leave tonight, what should young entrepreneurs like ourselves think about when like going into these co-working spaces or just becoming our own tech gurus yeah no I, I just want to back up for a second I mean I'm just I'm in love with your space I'm in love with the vibe you need to do this you don't need to be in the basement of the Biltmore to create something that's revolutionary right I mean mm. you know Martin Luther King those guys they had that what do they call it the, the steno paper where they yeah, rolled they didn't have yeah. Xerox machines they mm-hmm. didn't have internet Facebook you know they were just mm-hmm. they're just making it happen and what makes me so proud is as black men and black women, right? You're not asking anybody's permission. You're not begging V103 to go use their studio or whatever. You're setting up your own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this costs a million dollars, but, you know, y'all could have got a pair of Jordans instead of this, but it looks like it's a good investment. <laughs> we, we said no. We said no <laughs> said to no. the Jordans, man. No, Jay, it's this again. We said no to the Jordans. That's Jays, what the teacher said. I said no to Jordan. I started a revolution. You know, like, I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, like, that's, 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 that's where it's at. So y'all can come hang out with me anytime at Collider, but... I need to bring more people here. Yes. We need 20 of these. We need 50 of these. Let's do it. If you want to peep out somebody who's changing the media scene, check out monocle.com. The guy who invented wallpaper started a business magazine. His internet radio station is the talk of the business world. His magazine is 150 pages with four inserts. They got so many inserts, they take rubber bands when they put it on the bookshelf so stuff don't fall out when you pick up the magazine. Wow. But they didn't ask anybody's permission, man. They made their own lane. They made it happen. They just did what they had to do. And that's what I'm just proud to be here. It's, you know, I had to, had to rush my food in to be here, but I, you could have called me at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be here. I'm going to yes. make it happen with Please. you. Please. We appreciate so you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We thank sure. you. Thank you. 
for sure. Yeah, Devil, good yeah. times. We're in here. Another classic Man, in the making. I can't even. I'm sorry. Y'all even heard me talk because I'm just like just blown away. And I'm so inspired by the end of the energy that we're getting from this because this is what this was what this has all been about. We're going to get into this lightning round. I'm just going to testify for a second, man, on how I feel about like what ABL Radio is doing, Digital Good Times, Collider. Like I want y'all to understand that this is a real thing happening. It's not in hiding anymore. You can not you there's other things that you can be exposed to online besides Kim K's really nice booty and besides all <laughs> of that stuff. Like you can be a change maker, a change agent. You can create revolution, and it starts with you. And so, you know what, man? Let's get into this lightning round and take them home real quick, bro. Speaking of agents and double O's, DARPA just funded an $11 million tool that can make coding a lot easier. What it is is basically autocorrect for coders. Mm. Man. It's going to finish your sentences. Because that's sublime. It's not your friend. Man. (laughs) Man. So so basically, you know, you can mess up a little bit in the text, and it'll correct it. It's the same thing with the code. It's going to allow coders to move a lot faster. What y'all think about that? I think it's necessary. I, I took a um, coding program with Tech Talent South and Sublime and Terminal. Like, if you mess up one bracket, it ruins your whole code. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. I need that. Everybody, man. everybody needs help, man. Each one, teach one. Even if it's robots, man. For sure. Uh, I'm trying. I'm pulling it up right here. Another one. I got to just do it off, off top right now. The uh, YouTube just announced um, the launching of a new service called Music Key, and uh, they are about to shut the game down because they already have the user base. So they ain't got to be Spotify. They ain't going to be like Spotify singing for a change. They got the user base. This, I think the subscription is going to be $8 a month. It's in beta. I don't think they're launching it probably until next year or something like that. And basically, you ain't got to you paying to not see ads on YouTube. Who going to do that? Who going to drop some bread from that? I, I think they've, they've set it up so long, making the ads so obnoxious. And so annoying and so intrusive. It's been a part of a long sales funnel for them. So they're just waiting to cash in on now how annoying that they've made those ads. And and put that price tag at $8. They've got the user base and they can do that. Boom. Church. You got one? Um, For all you Instagram users, update your app so that you can edit your comments now. Okay. (laughs) True. You can edit. So you don't have to say... Man, I gotta put that abbreviation up. on and and. Ugh. That's the worst feeling though, because yes. it feels like you had it, like you had the greatest quote, but then you just mis- misspelled something and it just took you all know, the juice out of it. The you know the D became an S, so now you can edit your your section and you don't have to worry about that. Thank you, user um, Instagram for your user experience. Amen. Study proves that we can control each other's brains over the internet. Have you guys seen oh, this? Yeah, I seen that. I pulled that. I thought that that was wild. Uh, it's basically a group of University of Washington researchers showed a year ago that brain-to-brain interfacing is possible uh, through they would ha- they did a study where they had one student in one part of campus another student in another part of campus and they were set up to this system like Internet of Things type thing and they were able to transmit brain waves to tell each other what to do. Crazy, yeah. awesome, awesome. I, I want it. Yeah, we telepathy is here. We can talk to each other. That energy's already been here. It's just the digital waves, like but all the same, mutant. It, it's just know? reinforcing what we already know about culture. It's just like the it's an experiment with some. I want to say orangutans, but basically they taught the orangutans to like wash uh, their their fruit before eating it in one part of the world, and it was a specific species. And then they went to the other side of the country and or something, and they they found the same type of same species of orangutan, and it was washing its fruit before they did it too. And they didn't teach that that group of orangutans. So how did that information travel from one side of the world to the other side of the world? It's the same thing. They don't have no internet. I guarantee you that. 
Universal. It's all, it's all energy. Connected. The energy. It's all energy, man. James, do you have anything? Anything you read? Just like a share. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to go back to this coding thing. Is autocoding? My understanding is more than just autocorrect. Like, if you start typing something, the system guesses at what you think right. you're gonna type. But like a block of code. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I want a picture. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa. yeah, right. That man, that's, that's, that's self aware. That's called self aware. <laughs> that's why Elon Musk is afraid of AI. He thinks that they're the devil because that's when they be, be able to teach themselves how to exactly uh, basically take over. Tread lightly. Tread lightly, y'all. And on that note, we're going to leave y'all just really wanting more because I hope that y'all had a chance to just take them uppercuts that we was giving y'all to the chest. Mike Tyson punch Mike out. Mike Tyson punch out. Punch outs from James. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Really this won't be the last here. time for sure. No. And we'll have you bring as many people as you want that can come share their energy in this space. ABLradio.com. You can catch us at Digi Good Times, D I G I Good Times.com on all the social media platforms. Holler at us on Facebook. Let us know how you're feeling, what we're doing, and you can give us suggestions as well. Uh, catch us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we out here, man. We Peace. Go ahead and leave it on that. Ciao. Bye. Many blessings. <laughs>